1: I'm Molly and I'm Matthew. And
0: this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all and you can't have any.
1: And today we're talking about extruded corn snacks.
0: Wow. Uh, this is the hottest topic we've ever done. I don't think I've ever heard a sexier word than extruded.
1: Oh, ho- like a hot like a sexy topic, not hot like hot topics. No,
0: no, like <laughs> sexy topic. <laughs>
1: if, it, if like not like hot topic like we're going to go get like a belt with a bunch of studs on it. And, I was thinking uh, of uh, like the a La Tigra misfit song. shirt. So so, uh, yeah, so so I'm wearing I'm wearing my studded belt. Uh, Molly's wearing some uh, Doc Martens, which mm-hmm. I asked her to take off before coming into my house. But uh, nope. no. And this this episode was suggested by host Matthew.
0: Thank you, host Matthew. OK, what we're talking about here, to be clear, is we're talking about those like chip alternative snacks that are made from fried or baked, but like not puffed corn batter uh, can you say more about this
1: yeah so this this episode is a it's a trojan horse cuz really like i've gotten really into turtle chips lately and i just wanted to have an excuse to eat a ton of turtle chips on the show oh and by the way like like content warning for this show this is going to be one of the crunchiest episodes ever <laughs> okay. but we'll try and confine it to a tasting segment near the end i so think so
0: if you're triggered by crunching sounds yes. consider this an episode you should skip.
1: Right. So like a puffed corn snack would be like a like a Cheeto. And we've done that. OK, yes. This, these are like bugles and things like bugles that are made of like a like a rolled out corn batter that's fried. Funyuns? Funyuns. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I, was- I mean, they are kind of puffy. But like when I when I was like, did I even know that Funyuns were made from corn before you put it on here? No, I had to look it up.
0: I didn't realize that either. But I did look it up to see if they were extruded.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So then, so here's the other thing, the other embarrassing admission. I'm not actually sure if the things we're talking about are extruded.
0: Perfect. So <laughs> Okay. Okay,
1: so okay. extruded is when, like, a batter is forced out through, like, a slit or, a, like, a, like a um, well, die. It,
0: yeah, I mean, I think that probably a lot of us are familiar with this idea in terms of pasta shapes. Right, so, right? like, so spaghetti
1: is an extruded pasta shape. Penne. Penne. Is, right, but these guys like are made from and i'm going to use this word a lot on this episode okay. basically a long strand of corn pappardelle so like a wide pasta noodle
0: and they're extruded into a fryer
1: well the thing i'm not sure about is like i watched a bunch of videos we'll get i watched some weird ass videos <laughs> um that I don't know whether that pappardelle is cr- created by rolling or wait, extrusion.
0: Wait a minute. I want to be clear here because we've been talking about extruded pastas and now you're talking about corn snacks, but you're using the word pappardelle, which <laughs> refers to pasta. So hold on. When you say,
1: My mission in life is clarity. So
0: when you say corn pappardelle, you mean like the, the dough That is used to make these extruded corn snacks.
1: Well, I mean the dough and then the dough is is either rolled or extruded out into like a flat like tapeworm kind of shape. Mm.
0: (laughs) And also if you
1: eat enough of them, you might get a tapeworm.
0: (laughs) How do you get a tapeworm? Is it you ingest it? Oh, you definitely ingest it. Through your food?
1: yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like a like maybe like a like a lar larva or like a sp- spore. Have you
0: ever have you ever had one?
1: No, have you? <laughs> no. Like um when no. when I was a kid, my dad had like a joke a tapeworm joke that he loved to tell. But
0: what about the like worms that like come out through your skin? Those aren't tapeworms, are they? Or do you po- you poop out tapeworms?
1: I mean, if you you're get- lucky. <laughs> No,
0: but there are other kinds of worms that you can get that come out this,
1: your skin. I can't believe we gave a content warning for crunching sounds, and then immediately you start talking about <laughs> worms coming out of your skin. I'm so
0: sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, oh, okay. Anything like, that, like, crosses the skin barrier yeah, is, like, like, we need a content warning for it. How do you get those things? I
1: don't know. Never go, like, like by never, going outside, which I'm now never going to do.
0: <laughs> oh, here I was hoping Matthew would go camping with me again this summer.
1: No, apparently there's like parasites galore out there. Um, well, we
0: all have them in us anyway, but not I, those kinds of parasites.
1: So I was I was at the checkout at the QFC yesterday buying some bugles for this episode and I got like an important message on your receipt, like don't forget to read this important message. And so I look at the receipt and it said <laughs> that I'd bought gold metal flour and it had been recalled for possible salmonella and it said this uh this may cause a reaction in people sensitive or allergic To salmonella. And I'm like, that is not how that works.
0: What? Do you think that was just like a little template that they I slotted so. the word salmonella yeah. into? It's like, that's not but the like, problem. But like, what would they do? It's like sometimes salmonella. like, you know,
1: a product gets like broken glass in it. Would they say that like people, people who are sensitive <laughs> to broken glass shouldn't ingest <laughs> this product? Yeah. If
0: you're allergic to broken glass, please return your gold medal flower.
1: Okay. So great. So uh, everyone, everyone's turned off this episode by now, <laughs> except for the people who are so into crunching sounds that they have to hang on till they get to that part.
0: Welcome, friends. Uh, uh,
1: all right. So, yes, Funyuns count. And and uh, it says it says here uh, on my notes that you got Funyuns in the middle school vending machine. Is this yeah. correct, Molly? So,
0: so, I went to a private school growing up in Oklahoma. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. No. At public school, we didn't we get We don't Funyuns. have vending machines.
0: No, but what was weird about this place is, uh, so it was Montessori-based. So, there were, like, mm. a lot of kind of so you got, freedoms uh, that we had. Funyuns
1: made of wood.
0: Well, there were a lot of, like, freedoms that we had.
1: <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Is that Waldorf school that everything's oh, made of wood? Or- no, there's, a,
0: there's a lot of wood okay. stuff like in early learning in Montessori. Mm-hmm. The Pink Tower, the Binomial Cube, <laughs> the
1: Trinomial Cube. Did you have a morning wood class?
0: <laughs> Matthew! God, you just... <laughs> <laughs> okay. I did make a cutting board in first grade.
1: Awesome. Yeah. And is, is it still in use? <laughs>
0: yes. My mom still has it. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. But what I'm trying to say here is that I remember like really being excited in middle school about these kinds of like weird freedoms that we had. Like we could eat in class. Okay. And we also didn't have to sit in our chairs if we didn't want to. So nice. we could like sit on the floor or, you know, like being being a middle schooler, there was a period of time when I went through a period of like... A, sitting on the floor under the table just because I could. Yes, Uh, Like, these are the kinds of freedoms we need to give children. Take your socks
1: off in class. Yeah,
0: like just the ability to do things that don't actually cause any consequences, but make kids feel like they have agency.
1: Absolutely. So, yeah, couldn't agree more.
0: Yeah. I remember that more days than not, I would go to the vending machine that was over by the locker rooms. There was a, a single like Coke machine and a single like snack vending machine. The line would be so long. Oh, sure. And of course, there were always certain things that were like the hot commodity. So I would have never chosen Funyuns, except that Funyuns were the cool thing to get.
1: The fu- Funyuns were a cool thing when I was in school at one point too. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So of course when it was my turn up at the vending machine, I got Funyuns. And then I would step and uh, you know one step to the left and get a Barks root beer out of the Coke oh, machine. Oh, that sounds great! And then I would sit under the table in Mrs. Oldham's English class and eat my Funyuns and drink my root beer.
1: Could anyone hear what Mrs. Oldham's was saying over all of the Funyun crunching <laughs> in the class? I
0: mean, not to mention like the foil yeah. b- packaging. I uh Anyway,
1: the the root beer burps. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Were you allowed to eat stuff like this in class no. in middle school? No. Okay. Even yeah, even no.
1: though like I I also went to like like a hippie-ish middle school.
0: Okay. Well, um, what but, can you do? Uh,
1: yeah. So, yeah, I my memory lane is I have, like, occasionally snacked on Bugles, and I think of them as, like, a thing you get at a gas station and I don't know if I've ever had Bugles. I don't think I've ever bought them at the store before, like not at a gas station. I
0: don't think I've ever had them.
1: Okay. Um, I don't think they're very good, but we're going to find out.
0: Okay. And uh, you you noted here that you have sometimes stuck them on the, the ends of your fingertips, like Amélie, the movie character, does with raspberries.
1: Yes. Okay. I want to talk about this because Bugles, I want to I talk about a couple different things on the Bugles bag. First of all, it says they are America's number one finger hat. And when I, when I uh, mentioned this to Wife of the show Lori she said what about olives
0: Oh god she's on to something Absolutely. there I think Bugles n- is totally pulling no our leg Your question
1: we should yeah. like get them to to like testify before Congress
0: I think we should put them on blast Because <laughs> yeah. that's what we do yeah. here we don't cancel um, people we don't you know we don't uh we, should, we don't call them before a grand jury we put them on blast
1: And sometimes we dunk on them We yes. should put them on our fingers and blast
0: Oh great. blast
1: off <laughs> no, They do look like <laughs> little didn't mean rockets I to say finger blast <laughs> okay. So on the back it says who should eat bugles? Anyone. And I want to mm. call your attention to the fact that I fit into a couple of the categories of uh So actually let's oh, do, do let's do a do quiz. They,
0: they list categories. They list categories. Okay. Okay. I want you
1: to see if you can guess which of these I fall into. Hockey moms and referees. <laughs> father and son curling teams. Book clubbers. Yes, that's you. Yeah, I've been in a book. And actually, I just signed up to to attend a mystery book club, oh, uh, which I'm semi excited about. Landlubbers. I think that's you. Yep. Okay. Uh, <laughs> even party sound dubbers. That's definitely you. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. Band leaders. Mm, yeah, that's you. Mm, hey, I,
0: everybody! Did you know Matthew has an EP out with his band? Early wait, to the save airport. It for the next one.
1: Oh, sorry. Lead singers. Oh, that's Matthew. That's me. Lion tamers. <laughs> that's me. Yes. All night gamers. If uh, uh, if like feeding feeding yeah. or trying to get a baby back to sleep is a game.
0: Oh, I, I'm really good at it right now.
1: Uh, nine out of ten doctors.
0: Nine out of ten doctors. <laughs> that's on the bugles bag.
1: Yes, they don't recommend bugles. They but just they, should eat bugles. Oh, okay. It doesn't even say they do, but they should.
0: Okay. Oh, should they take their gloves off before they put on their finger hats? Or do oh, you put your, your gloves over your finger hats?
1: They should. No, when they're like scrubbing in for surgery, they <laughs> should put on their gloves and then put a bugle on each finger and then and then attempt to perform surgery. <laughs>
0: extreme surgery. Okay, I
1: want to I want to go ahead and eat a couple of bugles before we start talking okay. about them because otherwise I'm going to So like...
0: I didn't realize that there was like a bugles original flavor. This looks like cereal.
1: This looks like it breakfast cereal. It does look like cereal.
0: I definitely can't fit this over my hand. How I mean no, over the, my finger. the opening how, is too small. Yeah, how skinny are your fingers, man? Are they flat? Do you have tapeworm fingers? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh. Okay, these are kind of better than I oh. remembered.
0: This kind of tastes like a funny-shaped Frito, mm-hmm. but a little less, a little lighter.
1: Yeah. No, it does. It tastes like a funny-shaped Frito. Oh, I love this. Okay. This, oh. is, this is like... Okay, so here's what happened to me lately. This is, this is why I, I was putting Bugles on blast, partly because they lied about being America's number one finger hat, and I can't stand lies, but also... Um, I was at a gas station recently. I was going to get some uh, some Chex Muddy Buddies, and then I saw they were, they had chocolate caramel bugles, and I was like, "Oh, this has got to be good!" And they sucked.
0: No, I would never think that was good. But
1: original flavor bugles, pretty good.
0: Ooh, chocolate caramel bugles. You thought that would be good? Oh, oh man! I can't believe we're friends and it, you make these kinds of bad decisions. Said,
1: oh, I was at the gas station. Like it, it's like the land of bad decisions.
0: Did you know that I once had somebody tell me that they couldn't be friends with me because I had a one night stand and didn't adequately protect myself?
1: Mm. And they
0: told me after the fact that they couldn't be friends with someone who took risks like that. Wow. I feel like that is really harsh.
1: That's yeah. I mean, I I was just like I was
0: just a dumb 23 year old. I was stupid.
1: Yeah, like, like, list, listeners, like, I've done stupid stuff. Can we still be friends? Yeah, like, I mean. If you can't be friends with someone who's done stupid stuff, you're going to have to friends. You're not going to have
0: any friends. Like,
1: I was going to say you'll have to just get a dog, but dogs do nothing but stupid stuff. Oh, my stuff. God, my dog cannot
0: <laughs> stop doing stupid stuff.
1: Right. Um, so, <clears throat> I don't know, like, what animal doesn't do stupid stuff? Tapeworm, um, I guess.
0: Probably cats. They'd be really insulted if you told them they were doing stupid stuff.
1: Well, cats always, like, have a look like they're being smart, but they're also very stupid. So Okay. All right. So let's get into the history of bugles. Bugles were developed by a food scientist named Vern Weiss of Plymouth, Minnesota. You ever been to Plymouth, Minnesota? I have not. Me neither. They were introduced to the market by General Mills. Uh, So now this is from Wikipedia. Bugles were test marketed in 1965 and introduced nationally in early 1966 as one of several new General Mills snacks, including flower shaped daisies, wheel shaped pizza spins, tube shaped whistles, cheddar cheese flavored buttons and bow shaped popcorn flavored bows, all of which were discontinued in the 1970s.
0: Oh, this is disappointing.
1: Since then, I feel like bugles have had kind of a hard time of it. So back to Wikipedia. Bugles were discontinued in Canada in early 2010 due to a decrease in demand, but brought back in November 2011 due to renewed consumer demand. Do
0: you think that people like stood outside of grocery stores and like had customers like sign petitions? Oh, you like, think, like a do bugle you convoy? Bring, yeah. Do you want to bring bugles back? Like sign this petition?
1: Yeah. BBB. Bring b- bugles back. <laughs> um, yeah. Make, make
0: Canada filled with bugles again.
1: And I have an update on the situation. <laughs> (laughs) On November 14th, 2022, the official Bugles Twitter account confirmed that their products are no longer available in Canada.
0: Wow.
1: So, yeah, I want to know, like, so so I think probably, like, factually you are correct that, like, some Bugles fans got mad and petitioned to have them come back. But the way it's written makes it sound like demand for Bugles dropped so much that they discontinued them. And then for some reason, (laughs) demand came roaring back. (laughs) What do you think happened? (laughs)
0: I mean, maybe there was a uh, maybe like um, a celebrity or beloved public figure. Let's say Justin Bieber. Maybe Justin Bieber was spotted with a bag of bugles.
1: Yeah, that uh, that he purchased before they were discontinued or maybe got from from America when he was on one of his one of his world tours. Or maybe
0: Corey Hart.
1: Yes. Canada's two biggest celebrities. Yeah.
0: Corey Hart was seen. Eating bugles while wearing his sunglasses at night. Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe, maybe Jan Arden. <laughs> maybe, maybe Tom Cochrane uh,
0: Ruth Rendell.
1: Yes. <laughs> These did, are I, good. did
0: I pronounce that right? I think so. I think so.
1: Um, yeah, maybe um, Margaret Atwood.
0: Oh, like, you know what? Was just
1: was seen just snarping bugles.
0: <laughs> she had them on her fingers like that. <laughs> <ads. laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> but I think Margaret Atwood would. I think I think just like a, a fun person. <laughs>
0: Oh, my friend Kate, Kate Schatz, she interviewed Margaret Atwood for some sort of event at like University of Santa Cruz, like Department of the Humanities or something. And it was on Zoom during the pandemic. And apparently Margaret Atwood spent like the whole first few minutes, like absolutely fawning over Kate's tattoos. Oh, that's so nice. Isn't that great? I love that. I love it when, when... I didn't
1: mean to put Margaret Atwood on blast.
0: No, you didn't You didn't put her on blast. I mean, I I bet she loves
1: bugles. Yeah, I bet she does.
0: If you know Margaret Atwood, everybody, uh, let us know. Does she love bugles? Or if you are Margaret Atwood and you're listening to this, we're big fans.
1: Yeah, no, I think she uh, she's like a listener from back like episode one. <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've no evidence that this isn't true. Okay. Um, in Japan, bugles are called tongari kon, which means pointy corn. In Sweden and Norway, they are known as sombreros, which doesn't make nope. any sense. Nope. Uh, in Israel, they're known as apropos, <laughs> which I love. that. In Italy, they're called virtual. Virtual? virtual. Why? Don't know. But the bag is awesome.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. We've got a link to this.
1: We'll for sure link to this. It is every bit as stylish as you imagine. Hold
0: on. I can't figure out what the shape is that is depicted on this bag, though.
1: That is a good point. I mean, it's the same. It's the same th- snack.
0: Okay, but it, but it kind of looks like a finger, like like a pointer finger and a thumb, sort of reaching yes, out to grab like something. Like the pincer
1: grip. It looks like a like a baby learning the pincer grip.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, it's the snack that grips you. <laughs> Uh, Virtually. (laughs) Virtually grips you. All right, would you like to know how bugles are made? Please. Okay. So I watched the blurriest video on YouTube, which we'll link to in the show notes. There, I, I stumbled onto like a genre of YouTube video that I didn't know about, which is like, demonstrations of industrial, like, factory equipment. Oh, and so this so, was not specific, like... This wasn't like, a, you know, Mark Summers, like, you know... How
0: are bugles how made?
1: How are bugles made? Like, I'm a fun guy, and I'm going to take you into this fun bugle factory, and everyone's going to stick them on our fingers. Was that the um, Double
0: Dare guy? <laughs> it
1: was the Double Dare guy, but then he did he did a series for Food Network, I think, or maybe Nickelodeon also, about, like, how shit is made.
0: Oh, I've heard of that podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um and sorry Abby. (laughs) What? Well I
0: know Abby loves that podcast. Uh how did this get made?
1: Oh, I love that podcast too. Yeah. I call I called it a podcast. I don't know why I pronounced it that way. Um, okay, but this is this is like okay. So maybe I want to open a factory and maybe I want to make bugles in it. Uh, what I want to find out, like who should I who should I order my bugle uh, manufacturing equipment from? Uh, maybe maybe the people who made this video. Uh, so strips of corn paste or like like which, it's like fresh pasta, but made from like corn flour and salt and sugar uh, and probably some kind of preservative. Okay. Um, get either rolled or extruded out. This part wasn't in the video mm-hmm. uh, into like really long, like popper deli shaped noodles. And they are fed into a folding and cutting machine that turns them into cones.
0: Ah, okay. And are they wrapped around like a tiny little conical thing? Like a waffle no, cone?
1: I don't think so. I think they're just folded over and, and cut.
0: This explains why, why you can't pretty, actually put you your can, finger yes, exactly, in there. they come
1: out pretty flat. Yeah. Um, Then they go through a conveyor belt oven, or so I thought. And then if they're going to get flavored, they get tossed in a drum with flavor powder. But then I watched a different blurry video in which it looked like they were getting fried in a kettle and I was like what's going on? Mm. Then I figured it out because the ones in the first one were going through a continuous frying production line. What
0: does that mean? So
1: it's like they go through they go through on a conveyor belt that where they get like drizzled with hot oil. Okay. And so so it's like con- like they can like continuously fry Wow! Instead and of having to like so go into a kettle and then somehow fish them out,
0: is the conveyor belt like porous so the oil?
1: I think so. Just yes,
0: comes out the other side.
1: Otherwise, it would be like a lot of sluicing and juice.
0: <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I'm kind of picturing it like the like the way that they make donuts at Krispy Kreme.
1: Yeah, or or like how they toast uh, sandwiches at Quiznos.
0: Exactly. Right? Yes. Yes.
1: All right. So if you want to get a, like, start a bugle factory, like, I, I will send you to the video that's going to point you in the right direction. Okay. But don't start a bugle factory because there's a new thing in extruded corn snacks, which may or may not be extruded. It's turtle chips.
0: Okay. Now, I first heard of these from my child, June, right. who went to Asian Family Market up on Aurora yes. with our friends, the Burmeisters. June and their friend, Elizabeth tried maybe chocolate turtle chips and came home raving about it. But I've still never had them.
1: Okay, so I think we need to start. So I got five flavors of turtle chips. Okay,
0: so what are turtle chips? They're okay. not made of turtles.
1: They're not made of turtles. No, okay. no, no. Common misconception. <laughs> um, they are they are so-called because the shape is said to resemble a turtle shell. It does not. Okay. Uh, but, okay, they are made by Orion Confectionery, a, a South Korean snack brand. Uh, and I first noticed them at M2M, but I didn't buy them for a long time just because I'm dumb. And then one day they went on sale and there was a big pile. Fi- of the seaweed flavor for $3 by the cash register. And I'm like, okay, I will give these a try. And I ate most of the bag on the way home and it is a large bag.
0: I love this.
1: Um, and like for me, the seaweed turtle chip is like the definition of a perfectly engineered food product. Okay, like, bring,
0: bring it up. Put it on the table. We're gonna taste it. Yeah, let's these just first. go seaweed first. Okay, let's go seaweed first. Oh, there's a really cute turtle yes. um, on, the, on the bag. He looks like... Does he have, like, like snorkel goggles on?
1: He does have snorkel goggles. Oh, I guess and he to, has a snorkel. Uh, yeah, I guess, like, to swim through hot oil. <laughs> okay, first of all, oh. Molly, do these look like turtle shells?
0: Absolutely not. Oh. Okay, let me describe this. Mm-hmm. Lighter than a bugle, less corn flavor, less salty.
1: Yep, a little sweet.
0: A little sweet. And then it's, like, got this, you know, powder that looks like maybe pulverized seaweed Mm -hmm. that gives it a tiny bit of ocean flavor.
1: Yep. So Mm. I kind of thought maybe, like, turtle chips must be quite different from bugles in terms of production. They're not. Oh. So here's, I'm going to do my best to describe this on the show. And it's going to be kind of like when Molly tried to describe a raclette maker. Don't eat too many of these because we have four other flavors to try.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> I was having so much fun. I know.
1: They're so good, right? Okay. Um, so, if you can picture this, instead of a single layer of corn deli passing through the machine, mm. there are four layers that are like vertically stacked but running through about an inch apart. I see this. In parallel. And then they get, they like take a turn downwards and meet up. So they are being cut and pressed together into a four-layer stack that's approximately square. They get like pressed with like striations like a bugle, but so it's like it's like a four-layer bugle instead of a two-layer bugle.
0: I wonder who decided that this was going to be the shape and why they decided that these looked like turtles.
1: Um, I know, but it's a good name.
0: Okay, turtle chips. And are these new?
1: Uh, they, they were introduced in 2017, so yes.
0: Okay. Now, this, what's this flavor? This
1: is sweet corn flavor, which I have not tried before because I, I always go for, like, a funky Oh, flavor.
0: whoa. This is really sweet. This is like mm. kettle corn.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, so this, these are very sweet. These taste kind of like um, corn pops, not the not the texture. I don't
0: love the aftertaste of this. I mean, it's fine.
1: But, hmm. Now, it also kind of implies that these are corn soup flavored.
0: You know, I get that.
1: Yeah. So I I thought I thought these were going to be more like like a plain bugle. They're sweet. not. They're very sweet. Not my favorite.
0: They're not my favorite either, but they're not terrible. Look, the turtle on the bag is is crying with happiness.
1: Yes, and also it says uh, Turtle Chips News. So what is what is the latest news from the world of Turtle Chips?
0: Hang on. Okay. So, yeah, sweet corn flavor, blah blah blah, harmonizes and blends in the flavor of sweet corn. I mean, I I don't hate it.
1: No, no. I absolutely don't hate it.
0: Oh, is this a spicy one?
1: Yes, yeah, so this is flame and lime. Okay. I'm
0: ready. Have you had these?
1: Yes. Okay. This is this is wife of the show Lori's favorite flavors so far. Um, there are a few that that uh, I hmm. read about but have not found yet, like which like uh, flaming mala, uh, shrimp, and Mexico barbecue. I'm sure all those are good.
0: What is flaming mala? Hmm. hmm.
1: Mala is like the, the Sichuanese flavor of chili and Sichuan peppercorn, so uh, hot and numbing. Okay. Yeah, I like the flame and lime.
0: I'm really torn. June has recently observed that many of their favorite snacks have this warning on there, the California Proposition 65 warning. Sure. This product can expose you to chemicals including acrylamide, which is known to the state of Washington to I mean the state of California to cause cancer.
1: I am skeptical How of this. How am I supposed warning? to feel about this? I'm very skeptical of it.
0: Okay. I think that's quite good. Yep. This episode is brought to you by Masterclass.
1: Masterclass is the website that takes you from that thing you've always wanted to learn to learning that thing.
0: Well, and you can learn it from the person who's literally the best at it in the world.
1: Oh, come on. Really, the best in the world?
0: Yeah, like remember I watched those videos with, uh, with Steph Curry on like, you know, how to have proper like basketball shooting form and That's stuff. That's right.
1: You And you have been sinking so many threes <laughs> since then. It's ridiculous. I just
0: can't stop.
1: Um, okay, well, I took a class with Hans Zimmer, film composer. Maybe you've heard <laughs> of movies such as The Lion King. Mm. Maybe mm-hmm. you've heard of Gladiator. Yep. The Dark Knight, Dune. He did all of those, I loved and Dune. now he's teaching me how to do it, like the art of making Has people he feel to things. This? To to teach me, yeah, yeah, because because I've got a master class subscription. Oh,
0: okay, all right. Well, you know, Matthew, I also hear that if you want to take a class, say from like Alice Waters or Thomas Keller or even like Yotam Ottolenghi, yeah. you can get essentially what are like private lessons. Now, granted, they're 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 on MasterClass, yes, but private lessons from right.
1: Oda doesn't come to your house, but virtually he does.
0: That's right. So MasterClass makes all of this possible, and you get unlimited access to the very world's best teachers
1: and you will get 15% off an annual membership right now at masterclass.com spilledmilk spilled milk 15
0: get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash spilled milk 15
1: masterclass.com slash spilled milk 1-5 right so are you ready for dessert over, I forgot to mention that the reason I know how they make turtle chips is that I watched a blurry YouTube video. Oh, this is a theme. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, uh, yeah, I'm ready for dessert. I mean, the, the sweet corn
1: one. Kind of already dessert. Kind of
0: already dessert. Okay. These are the ones June raved about. Oh, no. These are churros?
1: Choco churros.
0: Oh, whoa. But isn't there just like a plain
1: ch- chocolate? Not that I've seen. Okay. <laughs> really good,
0: right? Whoa. This is so much better than I thought they would be. Me too. It's really cocoa-y.
1: It's really cocoa-y. There's a little bit of cinnamon. Mm-hmm. They're not super sweet. And they kind of taste like a churro.
0: And there's something about the texture of the dough uh, or the, the texture of the chip that works really well with this sweet, chocolatey, cinnamony flavor.
1: Yeah, Like think- a
0: bugle that was tasting like this is going to be too crunchy and too... Um,
1: but what if it was a chocolate caramel? Or uh, was that what I said? Chocolate That's what caramel.
0: Mmm. Wow. Okay.
1: Okay. All right. We've got one more. I haven't tried oh, this one yet. We have yet. one more. Oh. Okay. And I'm very excited about it, even though we're going off script. So here's here's what's going on with this. Okay. This last one is made with wheat rather than corn. Have you heard of this grain? Uh. uh say more. Okay. So uh, wheat. Uh, uh, It derives from a uh, From a wild grain Called triticale
0: Oh is there A a part of it Called the chaff
1: There is a part Called the chaff That's my favorite part
0: Oh okay I
1: love to just Chomp some chaff (laughs) I'm a I'm a Total chaff hat.
0: Oh uh, yeah, um, I'm a I'm a functional chaffer.
1: <laughs> you are <laughs> a functional so chaffed chaffer.
0: Today. <laughs>
1: um I'm I'm chuffed that you're chaffed. Oh, nice. Um these ones that I'm having trouble opening are nutty injolmi flavor. And injolmi is like the Korean equivalent of like a mochi snack. So it's like a chewy oh. snack that's dusted with often soybean powder <laughs> or some other kind of powder. Did you like the the like raw like animal? <laughs> Uh, strength that I that I used to open that <laughs> yeah. bag. yeah. And so these ones are made with a wheat batter rather than corn and then dusted with kinako, like soybean powder and peanut powder I think. Oh my so gosh. Okay. I'm pretty excited. Okay. Mm. Oh, yeah, I like it.
0: Mm. The peanut flavor is quite subtle mm-hmm. but I do feel like mm. I'm getting that like mm-hmm. toasted rice flavor. Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: These ones are very sweet.
0: These are extremely sweet, but I mean, that's, re- it's a very good product.
1: Yeah. As far as a dessert goes. Yeah. I'm in. Okay. Okay. I have nothing Where do to even say. begin here. Oh, are, are we going to rank these?
0: I'm just trying to decide which ones I would actually buy.
1: Are we going to cheese plate? Yeah. That's, that's a good question. So the seaweed is still my favorite.
0: I think the seaweed is, is a truly perfect product. Then again, I also think bugles are pretty great.
1: <laughs> the bugles are much better than I expected. Oh,
0: yeah. Um the sweet corn, yeah. The flame and lime, I don't love chips with lime flavor.
1: I don't usually either. For some reason, this one works better for me than most. Like if there's a new, like, you know, it lays like habanero lime. I'm going to skip it because I don't like that lime powder flavor. Mm-hmm. But here, I don't mind it for some reason. Okay.
0: And then I think I prefer the ch- the chocolate churro over the, uh, I'm sorry, what was the word for these guys? The
1: nutty and me.
0: Okay. The nutty and me flavor. Yeah. I prefer the chocolate churros. Can I have a couple more? Yes. Okay. Wow. Matthew.
1: Which ones are you going to take home? That's the question.
0: Oh my God. These chocolate churro ones, mm-hmm. off the hook. Yeah. Wow. And I'm not somebody who really likes the flavor of chocolate and cinnamon together. Yeah, it's not usually, my thing.
1: Usually me neither. Like when there's like churros that you can like dip in, in like hot chocolate, usually I'll, I'll just like skip the dip.
0: Oh, I, I would dip. But I don't really like, you know, like a truffle that's got like cinnamon in it or I don't actually like Mexican hot chocolate. That's not my thing.
1: So there is one there was one flavor at the store that I did not get, which was the truffle salt flavor because I've just never liked truffle flavored anything. Okay, but
0: I think I could probably I could probably get down on that. Yeah, I think I'd do it. Wow, this was delightful.
1: I feel I feel like you know something in my brain has been extruded.
0: Where can our listeners find turtle chips so in the city of Seattle?
1: I have a feeling they are going to break out and become more available in non-Asian grocery stores. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for now, like in Seattle, you can get them at M to M. I'm sure they have Metawaja Maya, like Asian
0: Family Market. Clearly, that was yes. where June had them.
1: So, I mean, they're from they're from Korea, like any any store that carries some Korean ingredients and snacks will probably have them. OK, uh, delicious. But yeah, but these these are going to explode, right? Oh, like, big time. Once, big time. Once the kids like get get their their hands into those flame and Lime bags. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Like kids, don't do drugs. Take your hands out of those dime bags and put them in the flaming <laughs> Lime bags. And, uh, nice one. <laughs> well, yeah.
0: Okay, uh, Matthew. Do we have uh, a segment or two?
1: We have a couple of segments. Yeah.
0: Okay. What are we calling this one? Is this a junket <laughs> update? This, this one's is junket our new...
1: update. We're gonna need. We're gonna need a song for this. <laughs> um,
0: and what do we mean by junket? Do we mean uh, press junket?
1: We well, uh, let's let's come up with a song and then and then people can decide for themselves <laughs> <laughs> when they hear the segment. <laughs> okay. 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 Uh,
0: junket, it's wobbly.
1: Junket. Monopoly. <laughs> okay, good song.
0: It's junket update
1: with a special guest Ken Albala, who's not who's not like on the phone or anything, but we're gonna read an email from him. <laughs> okay, great. Okay, <laughs> okay. That's that's probably the best intro to any segment. <laughs> we, th- oh, hey, I just I'm getting a message. We just won the Academy Award for segment. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i've always wanted it oh i'd like to thank all of our listeners who've been with us for so long and never never gave up hope
1: <laughs> we're not playing you off okay yeah
0: okay but anyway all this to say uh, this is a one-time segment so enjoy uh, it I while i forgot less.
1: to thank my parents shit okay here we go all right this uh, we talked about junket on the nutmeg episode it was like a like a wobbly dessert
0: is it like a like a rice pudding or a bread pudding or a... a it's a milk pudding. pudding. It's a mil- uh, milk pudding. Okay.
1: Ken writes, once again walking to work and I get a shout out. So Junket is indeed a milk thickened with rennet and sweetened. It's at the stage when cheese solidifies and becomes wobbly but isn't cut. So the whey is still part of the final Ooh. smooth texture. You can buy rennet tablets to make Junket pudding curds and whey is also coagulated with rennet or lactic acid fermentation and is cut so the whey seeps out and you have curds like cottage cheese and thin liquid whey. Little Miss Moffat was the daughter of Thomas Moffat, noted physician, who approved of the dish in Health's Improvement. Is that the name of a book? It It's written as if it's the name of a book. Okay. He was also an arachnologist, hence the interest in spiders, so it is said. And uh, then Ken dropped a link to uh, something at uh, University of Michigan. I don't know if what it is
0: is there anything that ken doesn't know
1: (laughs) nope (laughs) okay
0: uh well thank you ken Ken
1: also said next time we have a question for him drop him an email while we're recording the episode and he'll probably get back to us before the episode is over so we absolutely have to test this out okay
0: okay i can't wait we've got some spilled mail today's spilled mail comes from listener marina do you have a go-to toothpaste that you always use or do you, ch- I feel like I'm reading this like it's an ad.
1: <laughs> Let me start <laughs> do out. Do you with. have a go-to toothpaste that you always use? Huh? Well, uh, thro- toss it aside and try. <laughs> okay. Do you have a go-to <laughs> <Toothpaste> <laughs> I was trying to think of it of a brand name of toothpaste and the only thing that popped in my head was Flim Flim. Would you buy a toothpaste called Flim Flam?
0: I often call our dog Flim Flam. (laughs) Is your dog toothpaste? No, no. Okay. Do you have a go-to toothpaste that you always use or do you change it up? My work toothpaste... My work toothpaste.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, that is okay. We've got a budget spilled mail lately and I'm going to admit, I haven't, I haven't put all of them on the agenda, but when Lisa Marina said work toothpaste, I'm like, this is the only thing I can think about now forever. Uh, okay. What is a work toothpaste?
0: Okay. Wow. This whole sentence is <laughs> perplexing to me. Get ready. It's just beginning. Okay. My work toothpaste <laughs> is hello's minty charcoal flavor. Okay.
1: I assume hello is like a like a brand of like natural products.
0: Okay. I got a sample size from grove.co a while back and really enjoyed it. It turns your teeth blackish while brushing.
1: <laughs> Parentheses. <laughs> fun. Is that
0: fun? And the flavor is pleasantly mild. I usually use Waleda's sea salt toothpaste at home which tastes a bit minty but not salty. The salt makes my teeth feel like I was just at the dentist. So smooth.
1: Mm, I do love that feeling.
0: Lately though I've been out of the Waleda and so I've been using my partner Sensodyne. I don't hate the Sensodyne but it has an artificial flavor profile and the post brushing feel is underwhelming. It is good with helping tooth sensitivity so even when I have my preferred toothpaste I will use it sometimes. I associate the taste of Colgate with traveling which should make me feel positive about it but I hate how strong it tastes and it makes my mouth feel like I needed to brush my teeth again mm-hmm. I've tried Tom's in the past but find the flavors to be too much with a flat mouth feel while brushing I have never had
1: <laughs> I have never had this is a new paragraph okay?
0: I have never had french bread pizza before I have to try some
1: oh, thanks
0: for the great listen Listener Marina, Portland, Oregon. Okay, well, first off. I love this that, letter. This,
1: yeah, this is one of my favorites. Listener Marina, if you do try French bread pizza, I would recommend brushing before and afterwards, but you were going to do that anyway.
0: No, no, I've only brush afterward. Uh, Wow, okay, so I do have What a, was
1: the question? Uh, do you have
0: a go-to toothpaste? <laughs> oh,
1: right, right, okay. Uh, yeah, I can answer this. Okay, you go first. Do you, wait, do you have a work toothpaste?
0: I don't, but I work at home, except when I'm- here at your
1: house. Do you, yeah. So, do you have a toothpaste that you only bring <laughs> to my house? No. Okay.
0: Uh, but okay, here's we my, did a
1: toothpaste episode many years ago.
0: Here's my go-to toothpaste, and I think that actually listener Marina, uh, I think is maybe has a more like a a more finely tuned palette for toothpaste flavors than I do. Because, more than
1: anyone else does.
0: Because I have been using for most of my entire life, I have been using Crest brand regular paste tartar protection formula
1: sure i remember when they introduced this it
0: is the one that it's an opaque paste it's a it's a pale blue uh it has a strong minty flavor it is not it it is not a flavor that i associate with mint in the wild (laughs) uh it tastes like mint toothpaste you you don't
1: think colgate uh, employs a bunch of foragers
0: i don't It's never occurred to me to look for anything else. I I did have a boyfriend for a while Mm -hmm. who used Tom's of Maine, the fennel flavor.
1: Yes, we've gotten that occasionally. And it was
0: better than I thought. But I associate a clean mouth with mint.
1: And I associate fennel with Italian sausage. And that's not necessarily (laughs) a toothpaste flavor that I want. Yeah, yeah. Okay. my answer is I do. I use the Sensodyne because I also have sensitive toothies. And it does seem to help. Although it could be a placebo effect. Occasionally, uh, Wife of the Show Lori uses Tom Spearmint, and I will occasionally use that because it's kind of milder than the Sensodyne, and sometimes I just want a little change of pace. Like, if if I'm, like, brushing in the afternoon
0: she uses Sensodyne and i find the, the taste of the Sensodyne to be more mild than my Crest
1: yeah i think which that's true i
0: don't like i like a toothpaste with a really strong minty flavor sure i feel kind of disgusted when there's not enough flavor i feel like i'm just like wiping putty on my teeth or yeah, something
1: yeah like like you you like dipped into the spackle that's right and for traveling, I uh, I always tend to carry like a little travel size tube of toothpaste that I bought at a kombini in in Japan. I think I got one on our last trip, and so I refreshed it. And it's uh, Kudinika Clinica brand, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just like a you know minty toothpaste that doesn't claim to have any special features, as far as I know.
0: I use whatever brand of travel toothpaste the dentist gives me when oh, I have course. my regular appointment, and I think it's usually like Colgate clean or something it's one of those that's got like baking soda so it's a little gritty and i i don't really care for it but it's so convenient and so that's what i always throw in my oh yeah does
1: your dentist ask you like do you want a toothbrush and yes and uh and i always say yes of course because like do i look like a guy who doesn't want free stuff
0: well and also everybody needs to have like a toothbrush around for like scrubbing around your bathroom drain or whatever and who wants to spend money on that
1: nope because uh, like I want, I want my dentist to provide it, and definitely, definitely, I'm not paying for it indirectly.
0: No, definitely right? not. Wait, hold on. Yes, I would like to ask uh, our listeners on our Reddit, yeah. to let us know how they feel about. Toothpaste In particular <laughs> Like well I don't think I've ever articulated Before that I like a toothpaste That is extremely Strongly flavored Yeah I, Like I, I, I feel Yucky when there's Not enough flavor I'm
1: gonna guess That you articulated This when we did The toothpaste episode But that was probably Stop Like it. 2011
0: Okay So yeah
1: Head to the reddit Everythingspilledmilk.reddit.com I almost just, almost just said Everything.reddit.com Which is probably <laughs> A more general Discussion site And do you have A work toothpaste Yeah I mean, yeah. Now that now that listener Marina says it, I feel like a work toothpaste seems like a pretty solid idea.
0: You know what? I also want to know. So you know, there are like those expensive, like I don't know, the the toothpaste brands that seem really esoteric, like Marvis. It looks like too rich it's,
1: for my blood. I well, don't even it, know it looks what
0: you're like, talking like it's about. a tube from like uh, the nineteen twenties. I don't even <laughs> I don't know where you buy this, but a friend who I shall not mention by name. <laughs> I was once traveling with this friend and they had that toothpaste and I was like, why would you bother to have this like designer, like apothecary looking toothpaste? Like, what is the point of this? And I would like a listener to let me know if that toothpaste is somehow extra special or if it's just a status symbol toothpaste.
1: I mean, sounds pretty special. Matthew. Yes.
0: I have a now, but wow.
1: Wow it up. Molly texted me before before the show and said I've got a now but wow and uh, as usual for me it's a real downer so let's hear about it.
0: Yeah great okay so uh, we're recording this episode actually uh, a month before it comes out. Hi everybody it's June 1 but here <laughs> June when...
1: 1 that's how you say it in English <laughs>
0: But June 1st <1. laughs> but we're recording this on May 1st and on May 8th in the May 8th uh, issue of the New Yorker there is a new poem by the poet Danica Kelly and the poem is called Fishing in the blood and what I love about it, the reason that I wanted to mention it today is well, it's it's newly out and it, it feels like a capsule short story. In like a very short poem. Okay. There is an incredibly strong sense of voice that comes through in it. I mean, I, I really feel that I'm like listening to a character and I get this like capsule of a whole life and a whole family. Okay. In this very short poem. And anyway, yeah, Danica Kelly is is brilliant, um, married to the also brilliant Melissa Phoebos. Uh, Danika Kelly has a couple of collections out, one called Bestiary and one called Renunciations, I think. Okay. Maybe others. That's what I'm thinking of at the moment. If you are someone who reads poetry, uh, go check out Danika Kelly's latest in The New Yorker. It is called Fishing in the Blood.
1: Yeah, and I bet if you Google that or, or we'll link to it in the in yeah, the show you, notes, if you haven't used up your free articles this month from The New Yorker, you can probably read it for free. That is right. Yeah, we we uh, we stand for, like, if if a poet's got a new poem, poem, just find some way to read it for free. Don't pay a poet.
0: <laughs> Don't listen to Matthew. <laughs> I'm Molly.
1: Uh, and listen producer. to me. <laughs> no, go on. <laughs> so is this a new segment? I'm Molly. Listen to me. <laughs> Uh, Our producer is Abby Circatella Molly's got a wonderful newsletter Called Mm -hmm. I'm Molly, listen to me (laughs) Uh, It's actually called I've Got a Feeling
0: Uh, Yeah, it's on Substack You can find it at mollyweisenberg.substack.com
1: Please rate and review us Wherever you get your podcasts Uh, My band Early to the Airport As you know, because I've been telling you for weeks Still has an EP out called Departures And I think it's fairly good and so check that out. Oh yes. And until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. It
0: it, it it's like <laughs> brushing your ears right after eating French bread pizza.
1: Yes, I'm Matthew Amsterdam.
0: <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg. <laughs>
1: Is the Zoltar machine for the movie Big <laughs> a movie where where Elizabeth Perkins has sex, has sex with a, has a child? Yes.
0: <laughs> God, I know.
1: They're, like <laughs>
0: seriously, I don't know what to do. I mean, I know I'm like the 18th million person who's an adult no, right now thinking this. A, this is about a new, new bit. Bit, a new movie. But it's like okay, so the movies of my childhood, Big Splash.
1: Big Splash. Do it's you remember all, Splash? It's it's all it's all movies uh with with Tom Hanks having a problematic sexual relationship. That's right. Okay, uh, let's have sex with a
0: mermaid. Let's have sex with an adult when we're a child. What other movies were in my childhood? Oh, Spaceballs.
1: Spaceballs, sure.
0: Spaceballs? Um
1: and all like
0: Oh what was the one where um Those those three Kim three Control movies, is a mannequin. Oh it's, it's called, called Mannequin.
1: mannequin. Yes.
0: What are the, the the like romantic comedies of your childhood? Oh,
1: geez. I mean, all of those for sure. Like I've, I've seen each of those movies like at least five years. times and oh, so yeah. many more other romantic comedies. I don't even remember if this is a romantic comedy or just or like a no, I think it was a comedy. Did, did you ever see the movie Irreconcilable Differences? No, I
0: don't think so. <laughs> um, that sounds really like, funny.
1: Oh, uh, Vacation. Again, not no. a romantic comedy, but but like a you know like like a trash like a raunchy comedy of the eighties. Um,
0: and, and we're not talking about like National Lampoon's Vacation. National
1: Lampoon's Vacation, that's the one. Okay, it's what true. about
0: National Lampoon's European Vacation?
1: Absolutely, we we talked about this on. We the have show, talked about yes. this
0: so much. There is nothing we have <laughs> no, not talked that about.
1: Was, <laughs> National Lampoon's European Vacation was the one where when I saw it as a kid, I was like, there were boobs in this movie, and it's awesome. That's what and, I thought. Right, too. and then and then I found the scene and went back and watched it I'm like no I'm sorry this this girl is like barely 18 I hate this oh,
0: um, <laughs> okay whoops okay well uh